This is Odeshi, the Bulletproof Entrepreneur, Episode 1. If you're ready to take your destiny into your own hands, you've come to the right place. This is Ordeshi, the Bulletproof Entrepreneur, featuring interviews with the most exciting and amazing entrepreneurs across Africa. Here's your host, Chi Odogu. And now, a word from our sponsors before we get on with the show. Hey guys, have I got some exciting news for you today. Did you know that your sense of smell is one of the most powerful memory triggers ever? Doctors have determined that you are 10 times as likely to remember an event if it's strongly attached to a particular scent or fragrance. So, the next time you're looking to purchase a souvenir for one of your milestone events, like a birthday, wedding, or naming ceremony, why not commemorate the event with a unique fragrance? La Fema Kuch is Nigeria's premier bespoke perfumistas. They will work with you to create a fragrance that is truly unique and complementary to your occasion. So, when the last bottle of champagne is popped and those final photos are taken, give your guests a gift they will truly remember. Give them the gift of a lifetime. Give them the scent of the occasion. La Fema Kuch, that's L.A., F-A-M-E-A-C-C-O-U-T-R-E, Bespoke Perfumistas. Are you interested in increasing sales and driving higher profitability for your company? Do you want to reach over 50 million buyers and potential customers? Then head over to Conga Marketplace at conga.com. Conga.com is Nigeria's largest e-commerce marketplace that provides millions of customers the ability to access a wide variety of products at very attractive prices. Showcase your goods and services and watch your business explode. Go to conga.com, that's K-O-N-G-A dot com, and sign up to be a seller on Nigeria's largest marketplace. Hi guys, welcome to the show. Today's guest is Faith Amenike. She's the founder of La Femme Akut, based out of Lagos, Nigeria, a boutique perfumery house that specializes in making best book fragrances for clients and the retail markets. Faith started her company out of the needs and desire to create something that was truly unique and fulfilling of her passions. In a few short years, she's carved out a niche for herself as a go-to fragrance maker for people who want to make memorable gifts for their special occasions and events. Faith, I've given our audience a brief overview of your background, but please tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into this industry. Make a way for herself and to inspire 
young ones and educate and empower young people to do what they're really passionate about. So I'm 37 years old. Oh, okay, that's great. So, um, tell us, Faith, the, about this your internet marketing you were into before you started the perfumery business. What exactly were you yeah. doing in internet marketing, and um, why did you decide to leave that? Um, okay, internet Somebody brought a bar of perfume to my house and 
it was made by her. And I was really inspired, like, okay, I had always loved her clothes from the time I was in school. I had one of big glasses, big size to have to my bag. I was like, okay, let me start this. It was to be easy for myself. So I started going to it. Um, I went, I had to look for how to learn. I had to find a stop to learn how to make perfume. I went to do research over three months, you know, to know how to make my first bottle of perfume. And by 2011, I made my first bottle of perfume. And and it was it was really lovely. I went to and somebody asked me, and somebody asked me what I was wearing. And I told them, ah, I was, uh, they said I should write down what I was wearing for them, that they wanted to get it to the market. Okay. And I was like, no, I missed it myself. Wow. And they were like, okay, you really missed it yourself. I said, yes. He said, okay, you can bring this to service. It was a service. I said, you can bring it to service next to Lenny Bye. And that was how the next happened for me. I got to service and I was really missed it exactly. So I decided to do this as a business. That was where I realized that, okay, so excuse me. Okay, so you lacked the passion in, in internet marketing and you wanted something that would differentiate you out there so it wouldn't be too competitive yeah. when you when you started doing your own thing and you'd be able to make some money yourself. But um, diving a little deeper to that before we get into the perfumery story, let's let's talk about what exactly pushed you to reject. You got two job offers. I mean, from fairly good companies yeah, in Nigeria, yeah. Seven Up yeah. and UBA. The third one, I was to go collect my letter. But the second one, when I went for the second one, I was sitting down waiting for my turn. And beside me, there was. Um, there was uh, a book titled um, Four Products to Life by Yosaki Gamai, by Robert Yosaki, the Four Products to World. I, I decided, I saw the book, and I, I just turned up on the I turned up on the page, and they were talking about the employee, the employer, uh, the employee, the self-employee, the business person, and the investor. And they were just like, that if you want to control great amount of work, you have to be an investor, a self-employee person. And a business owner than an investor. And I read that, I, read, I think it was just a book that I read. I just found my, changed my life. Like, I'm like, okay, I can't, I can't go back to this. This is not what I, I really want to do. Like, I don't want to come to work by 9 a.m. and leave by 5 p.m. Without being excuse. That was the first step. Then, after I rejected the job, it was, it was like, you know, Like, um, it was, it was popping up from 
seeing the real life, you know, now coming out of school and you're saying you want to start a business in this kind of environment, Nigerian environment, and your parents will be very protective of you. Mm. So that was the way initially. They were very protective of me, trying to guard me against any other thing, like against all these pressures of the real world. But when they saw my views and when they saw my passion in what I was doing, uh, it had to become so supportive. <laughs> that's, that's lovely to you. <laughs> So you read two pages of Robert Kiyosaki's book, and that was what convinced you that this was uh, no, no, no. Um, Robert Kiyosaki, I read that first book. When I read that two pages, because one of my books, I went back and took um, 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 Retire Rich, Retire Young by Robert Kiyosaki and his wife. Okay. Then I went back. My dad, my dad bought me a book, um, I think, for graduation, How I Retired Young at 36. And wh- where were you get where were you getting these books? Was there a library you were getting these books from? Can you hear me? Yes, I said where were you getting these books? Was there a library you were getting them or you were ordering them from? Yes, yes. My dad has a very good library here. Okay. He has lots of books. Sometimes I don't even get to buy books. I just go there and take these books and read. So when I read that book in the office, I have come back and read that That's fantastic. And, and I think, again, God, God was, first of all, was God. Because I don't think, looking at me while I was in school, you would never think that your past is business. He's coming in because I was so far down. Seeing me, with the way I'm going about my business, that's so surprised. Because, one, well, I think it's God that gives me this great situation around. Because I, I believe that your, 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 your success is just in the plans of God, as in the plan of God for your life, not in your plan. Because my plan was actually to go for my master's in London, then come back and work for an advertising agency, you know, doing nine to five jobs. But that was my school. But I was at the same thing since I was at school. But I left school and it was like a 350 degree turnaround. And I think God was actually backing me up. That's why I had courage to, to stay in my game, to, to give up even when things were so down and out. Yeah. So your aunt brings this perfume to you and tells you she made it right. so, so we're going into the story of the perfume coming into your life. My perfume. Yes, yeah. exactly. So she brings it into your life and tells you she made it herself. No, it, it, it wasn't my aunt. Okay. Uh, my, my, mom, my mom is into skills. She does a lot of skills training. So she
by different look for how and who would teach me how to make cushions. It was difficult to find somebody in Nigeria that would teach me how to make cushions. So I decided to go online. I did a lot of researching. I did a lot of studying. Like I was going back to school. I did a lot of studying. I did a lot of researching. I did a lot of, of um, you know, background studies. And my mom, she's in um, field training. She knows where to get some of these materials. So I told her this is what I want to do. And she was really supportive. She took me to where they get all these materials in Lagos. There's a place where they sell chemicals and all that. Okay. And she directed me to somebody who supplies, like who imports all these oils. They import, what he does is just import the oils and sell to big companies. So I, he, he, she, she, talked, she took me to them and said, okay, my daughter wants to go into perfumery and she doesn't have the money yet to be buying all these in huge, you know, quantities. If we don't give her like small, small, let her just start. And they were really, okay, let's start. Let's, let's see what she can do. So they started giving me small, small oils. That's how I started to give them these little, little, tiny, tiny bottles that I was producing there and, you know, selling and giving out as samples. Into that that lady, so she knew how to make yeah. the, the perfume, and then she did not yeah. want to teach you because she had the feeling that what you'd become a bigger competitor to her in the same industry, and what would take away uh, business from her. You know, they say some people around this part of the world rich people get money, but the rich people starve. But when you see somebody that has the biggest thing, you just know. So I think that's what she's doing. Like, no, I can't. Uh, that's interesting to note. So you start getting um, the oils from suppliers that your mom connected you to, and then you read up. Yeah. You read up online. You get the resources online. Did you? Did you have like a lab, for example, that you had access to mix it? Because I'm trying to think yeah, to myself. Yeah. I, I had to do a mini lab in my own room. In my own room. <laughs> so I, I would buy all these oils from all the producers in large quantities. There, I would buy different oils and. The morning she even get the oil, there was it wasn't interesting. And it was just like some little things from people that were giving me money or maybe people that would just want to, you know, ask I just let's go there and people just talk to that you just go talk to and let's just take this money, you know. All those little little things I had, I would take them and buy little two bowls of oil and just get them. Because what I what I my challenge there was actually to, you know, produce a sense that I would love and other testing the perfume on your dad now was he just being kind and polite to you or was he actually no, no, my giving dad, you no, my dad, if you know my dad he's no he's very blunt like two days ago I, I made a mix I did a mixture for myself he like he sat his room I said like no this is too much you're choking me why can't you this kind of person to produce in the house you know he's that kind of person he will not start to to make you feel good about yourself no uh-huh. he, he was you know, like he was just, um, um, every person my nephew was um, happy about to know. He, he would tell me, okay, this is too harsh, 
too this one, this is too that one. If he says this is not too good, and I give it to some, this funny thing like I give it to somebody else, the person will say the same thing. So I always use him as a yardstick. Okay. When I meet and I say, wait, I can smell the right now, it's good. And I give it to someone else as a sample outside. They always say, yeah, it's good. And although it wasn't my dad, I was just a major sampling machine. I had, I had friends. That's that's interesting. Yeah. So starting up your business, you, you you create a mini lab in your in your room at home. You're testing with uh, your dad, yeah. and then your samples you're selling them gradually to people around yeah. you that would smell it on you or smell it on your dad and buy it. But what were the yeah. major challenges and obstacles that you faced in those early days in terms of starting? Oh, then let's 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 hear all about it. <laughs> I did. I didn't get that terminology you used. Perfumista. Perfumista, yes. Okay.
bring that person down, so I'm looking at advice from mom. So she's like, they should, actually, they should call me back, call me back, so I have to go back and believe just without being any, like being proud or bragging, I did not come back with any of my bosses. I was telling her 200 naira. So that gave me confidence that, okay, I had confidence in what I was selling. I knew that my content, they know how you use my perfume, that you will not call me back, that there is no how. So I started to actually, to improve the bosses, I started doing perfume for many years. I sat down and said, I don't want to be selling one word. Mm-hmm. One bottle is easy. I don't want to be selling two bottles a week. I don't want to sell three bottles a week. I want to sell up to 100 a week. I want to sell up to 300 a week. So he, he brought this idea to me, like, for some souvenirs. I've never seen, you know, in Nigeria, there are parties happen every Saturday. Yeah. Every Friday Saturday. And what we see as souvenirs are just plastic, um, forks, knives, you know, all these normal things you see, hand fans. And there was nothing really creative about the souvenirs to see so I said it to God, I told you to do that, um, I told you that the perfume souvenir, I, I would, I would, I would do that, I would, um, I would design the boxes with the pictures of the couple, the color of the perfume will be the color of the wedding, the color of the atomizer, that's the cap of the bottle will be the color of the wedding, you know, and I, I, that idea came up to me, and I realized that somebody was actually having a wedding, that period, I said, God, this is the one who did it. Initially, I just tell this man that I thought about the things of the years before. He should not agree. And truthfully, I called him and said, Oh, your wedding is coming up next month. Have you thought about the things of the years? He was like, What's that? I said, He wasn't using legal. I said, They will design the perfume to your wedding, the color of the bottles, the color, the design, and all that to suit your wedding. He was like, Okay, can you send me a sample of the bottles? I sent him about, um, I think that I, I think I nailed him a sample of the bottle, and he was really like, so I said, can you, can you pay hundred for me and get me next week? Ah, I was like, this girl though, this girl is very funny. Just something I just told him from days ago, and he has already proposed it. The man paid him every time. I think I was charging three fifty per bottle today. Yeah. He paid him five thousand into my account, and I did a hundred. Hundred bottles of something, yeah, designed with everything, and I sent it. The wedding was in, I think it was in Portacos. Okay. So I gave it to Portacos, and after the wedding, he was calling me like, I need more. Like people were really scamming for it, like they because it was new. Nobody was giving them handpan and all that. Even though they were giving them handpan, they left them aside coming to rush for the perfume. Like he needed more, so that's how I started my, you know, my perfume, my souvenir. So I said he, he started to sell it at two hundred. I bought it in a week, 300 bottles in a week, and I realized that even if my, if my pictures or my, my plan was not on on the bottles, I'm, I made sure that my number was on the bottles, okay. and my name that produced by Latin was on the bottles. So, as the souvenirs are going on, I still were seeing them, they were knowing about my brand. Okay. And after getting calls from people from there, I've done business with people that have not even for last year, I think I, don't, I did a thousand bottles, but somebody has not even met He just saw me on the internet and said, oh, I saw your, your perfume bottles, I saw your perfume souvenirs. Can you, can you um, do perfume souvenirs for me? I'm having my wedding coming up soon. And she said, you know, the thing about my customers, I normally tell them, pay 50% of the, of, the, of the money. Then after on delivery, pay the rest. This woman pays everything without leaving one couple. She paid everything. She didn't even know my name. She only knew my name. She went only when the person got to her. You know, I saw her laughing. What's your real name? 
I said, oh, my name is Chris. I said, you paid almost, almost close to um, 500,000 naira smart, and you don't even know my name. So you start off with a bottle that was badly packaged, little to no capital, (laughs) and then you were able to come up with this idea of marketing it to people who wanted unique gifts for their wedding, and that's how you kind of bootstrapped this business into what it is today. But um, looking, looking back on that strategy, though, I mean... Every small business, you always kind of start with um, whatever you have, which is your prototype, and it's usually not going to be the best-looking thing, but you make make do with it. Yeah. And, it's, and it seemed you had a good enough product that people wanted to use it, despite the fact that it was not the most glamorous-looking bottle. So uh, exactly. you, just tell us, what else do you think could have contributed to them overlooking your initial was there a script you followed like take for example that first lady you sold to at the bank was there a particular script you followed what 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 exactly were you telling her when you were trying to sell this perfume to her before she um first of all when i make my when i go out for sales i always tell god 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 make that open my mouth because my business i see i tell people that or i tell god that he is the I'm just between two parents, and just give me a job, and I'll give you a that, That's how, that's the agreement with the world. But anytime, before I, I, I make out to you, know, I think God, please just go before me. Because I'm not, I'm not really telling to everybody. I'm not telling to everyone. Yes. I'm not telling to everyone. I'm not telling to everyone. I'm not telling to everyone. So I tell God, I got this is too much to buy for me. I don't want to do something more. As a, I don't want to talk too much. Maybe I just tell her if this is what I want to do. And this is what I'm telling to you. You need to grab it. But in my own case of telling, I, my main confidence is my product. I know that even if it's not looking to be, just pray it, you know. Pray it first of all, then conclude. That's just it. Maybe they pray my perfume. There is no how. Even if I'm coming with three different figures, they might not like one, they might not like the second one, but the third one should be fine for me. That's just what has been. I don't really talk so much with my market, and that's the truth. And most of the time, I don't, I really don't even do one-on-one marketing. It's either based on referrals or or somebody just read about me somewhere, or I, I more of the online thing because I make use of um, the internet to market my products. I do more of advertising online, so I don't. I don't really do a one-on-one marketing. I don't talk too much. That's just because um, I don't like to. I'm not really. I'm not much of a talker, except I'm um, training somebody or trying to impact knowledge or 
Okay, so you combine the skills with your initial training in online marketing yeah, too. Yeah, 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 true. So I think that's the reason why God made people to that Okay, so what what exactly is your what does your marketing entail? Is it um, Google AdWords or Facebook marketing? What exactly? Oh, I so Facebook marketing, Twitter marketing, OLS marketing. I use YouTube. I market on YouTube. Okay. Um, those are just like your four outlets I market online. Percentage of your business is referrals. Are we talking eighty percent? No, it's about forty percent. Forty percent referrals. business it's almost what two years three years now um yeah. what, what? fully in 2012 okay yeah and it's about yeah it's roughly two years going on three now so what's one of your biggest successes you've you've achieved in this business But tell us, yeah, okay, you're not there yet, but tell us, okay, what was an incident that occurred that you were like, wow, I can't believe this is actually happening. Um, I think you've already alluded to that with uh, one so, of your stories earlier. So many of that. I think the first time I did um, a job without seeing the person over 1,000 bosses, that would be like last year. Okay. And that was the first, that was the first achievement. And the second one was when I was... Um, I was employed to teach in Covenant University. Uh, I'm, I'm a resource person for perfumery, as in perfumery is a course in Covenant University now. Oh, wow. So I'm the resource person yeah, teaching Covenant University students, especially the 200, 300, 400, 500 level students on a course called perfumery for 10 weeks. I think that as one of my greatest, wow, oh my God, are you serious? Who am I to get then? I think the third one should be, um, and it happened like last month, I was um, I was going to the internet and I saw, I don't know if you see this Pupuri, this protocol Pupuri. Yes, I've heard, I've, heard, I've heard of it, but which particular yeah, one are you talking about? Before you go, before you go straight in the toilet that marks the stench of your, your poop. Okay. I think I was going to the internet, yes, and I saw something like that, and I said, oh my God, I you know, people cannot do this. Okay, let me do this in Nigeria. So I went back and I started researching on how to, although there are 
That was a great story. But let's take a minute to thank our sponsors before we continue with the rest of the program. Looking to make secure and hassle-free transactions online? Want to take control of all your bills and be the master of your universe? Just Paga it. Paga is Nigeria's premier e-payment solution that makes it extremely easy to conclude transactions online. Whether it's paying your bills or online shopping, Paga has got you covered. Just Paga it. Go to mypaga.com. That's mypaga.com for more details. Your cash, anytime, anywhere. Paga. So let's talk about your operation yeah. now. It's almost two years since you started in in your bedroom at home, testing on your dad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how how does your operation look like today? How does my work? How does your operation look like? Well, your staff, you know, your lab. Are you still uh, running from the right same now, place? I have, I, I, because it, it has to do with something that, it has to do with mixture. It has to do with my mixture. So I don't really have people that mix for me. I do the mixture myself because I don't want to have any issues in my market. But I have more of contact that people that sell for me, people that resell for me, people that I deliver to, okay, she okay, resells, and she gives me my money. But right now, I have somebody that is um, controlling Abuja, Calabar, and um, I think Abuja, Calabar, and Apaibon. There's that somebody that manages that any business that comes from there, she's the one in charge of it. So they go to her if they want to do any business. But right now, in Lagos, I have contractors, people that sell from there, so I come to collect, um, like, I, I tell my, my customers in Carton, fishing in Carton. So I have people that come to collect two cartons, three cartons, you know, to sell and get back to me. That's just it. But for the mixture, I'm just in charge of the mixture. I have a new factory in my house. Okay. A new factory where I do all my mixtures. I know I'm not married yet, so you know in Nigeria, you don't, you don't live outside your parents' house as a girl. So I'm still in my parents' house and now. Okay. I have a mixture somewhere, a factory somewhere where I do my mixture. But for the mixture, it's just me. I don't, I don't, I don't like to camp out with my, my mixtures and all that. I don't want somebody else to camp out with this one now, unless I'm really feeling like, I'm really having like this 10,000 bottles a day kind of thing, and I have to employ people and manage to, to oversee that. But I actually
the manager of my business, somebody that manages my business, I do have that one. But then we sell to contract that people that we sell for me and all that's what I'm working with for now. Oh, okay. Um so yeah. so looking back, what advice would yeah. you give yourself uh, based on your two years of experience now if you were just starting out again? Advice I would give myself I think if I had started when I was pushing I'll be far 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 gone than where I am. That's just the that's the first advice. Then the second um I would actually um, I think I would, I would save more. I would save more, I think, so because um, when I started, I, I wasn't so good with my finances when I started. I was always, because the money was really coming in again. Ah, as, in, as, as, as in, you know, when I stayed for over two years, and uh, over, I was over two years, from 2009 to 2011, I wasn't really getting so much then. Then I eventually had 22 Picked up and it was like ah, everything was just coming. Businesses were just coming. I was really not good in my finances then. I wasn't spend. I wasn't spending wisely. I was spending money to the business, but I wasn't spending wisely. I think if I had known how to manage my finances now, if I had known how to do that thing, I think it would have been better off right now. I think I would have been far. Maybe I would have had. I would have had my huge factory right now. I I hear you. And that's uh, yeah. that's understandable. That's understandable. But I mean, it's still an ongoing process, so the journey is not over yet. Yeah, so, definitely. Exactly. So there's, there's still time for the factory to come, and we look we look forward to reading about you in Forbes and in all the other published yeah, magazines. Yeah, so time time will turn into inspirational people. Uh, that'll be that'll be awesome, and then you'll be going after. <laughs> Gucci, Gucci, Givenchy, Bath and Body Works, all those guys. Yes, so I'm getting there, definitely. That's, that's uh, great. That's great. What's some of the key words of wisdom you impart on these young students? Um, I will tell them that now. Like, some people put off what they want to do for tomorrow when everything is ready and set. Everything cannot be ready and set in one day. You just have to start. With what you have, start now with where you are, and you will go from there. And along the line, as you start, I wouldn't promise you like it's a tea party that it's going to be a bed of roses or it's going to be very, very smooth. But there will be bombs, there will be challenges along the road. But don't ever, 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 ever give up, especially if you're very passionate about what you do or what you're doing about perfumery, don't ever, ever, ever give up. Because the minute you want to give up, is that, like, you just, the next minute that your breakthrough is coming, I've had experiences like that. That on days where I would lie down and be crying, and I know my God, God, this is what you want to do my life. My lips are actually working, they're making money, they're driving cars, they're doing this, they're doing that, and I go, you can't get a job, not how happen.
fantastic and are there any useful resources that you use you've mentioned a bunch of books and i'll link to them in the show notes but can you think of any books software websites i think you've mentioned quite a few but just to reiterate it for our listeners one more time Um, on anything anything you think would be helpful to someone starting a new business be it in perfumery be it in a startup in nigeria anything any resource at all? Uh, all right. Um, most of the books I've read, I've seen my life. One is um, uh, Four Quadrants to Wealth by Robert Kiyosaki. Retire Young, Retire Rich by Robert Kiyosaki. What the rich knows, I want to speak with. I forgot the author of that book. Then I read the one he wrote with Donald Trump. I've actually forgotten the name of that book. Then I read Retire, um, How to Retire at the Six. I've read um, The Man God Gives It. I've read Covenant um, and Breaking the, breaking the Financial Hardship by Bishop David Yedipo. I've read um, Winning the War Against Poverty by um, Bishop David Yedipo. Um, I, I mix my literature more with spiritual covenant books, not just the normal entrepreneurship books. I do more spiritual covenant books. So. Then I've read, I've, I use more of the internet. I do a lot of, I have lots of, I don't have the website right now on my head, but I have lots of sites that I read. I have to talk about perfumery, I talked about entrepreneurship, I talked about starting a business. Just make sure that they use or use the internet. The internet is a resource on it. That's great. And is there any final parting words of wisdom that you'd like to let us know? As we close out the show. Ah, last one of wisdom to say is love God. Love God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with everything. That's like in Matthew 6, he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And every, every other thing that the Gentile seeks shall be added unto you. So the first thing is seeking God first. And every other thing that you need, Jesus brings through. Every other thing shall be added up to you. And second, ah, love your mom, you. My mom is the major person in this life. I told you I have a manager. She's my manager. And all those times, all those times when people are thinking, are well, you sure even her friends are telling me, Amara, because my name is Amara too. Amara, are you sure you want to, you know, have this business? You have to, you have to do something your brother, because my younger brother had already left and he was, so, you know, he was working. He works at 7 up now. And you were like, I think your brother is working. And he wants to do business. Are you sure in this message that if he goes to work, my mom will come to me when I'm feeling down. I say, ah, I think this is what you want to do. Put your head in it too. Put 
to him in his own give up because it will surely come to pass. It will give an example because I go to Vina's chapel and she's always, and because the Vina's chapel is like our mentor, so she's always bringing Papa like saying because the Vina's chapel. When it happened, everybody was going to go see right now, you know, all those for all those encouraging words. Yeah, she's my manager. Love your mom and and be true to yourself. That's the last one. That's great. So the final words of wisdom from Faith are love your mom and be true to yourself. And I think everyone can. I love God. I love God and love God primarily, of course. Of course. And I think everyone can relate to that. So Faith, we'd just like to thank you for coming on the show and sharing your story. Um, we wish you many, 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 many more successes as you go along the way. And we'll definitely look forward to hearing you again. Like I said, this is a brand new show, as we were discussing in the pre-interview. And you are my first recorded guest. So you actually, oh you're actually in the history books right, right now as my first recorded guest. So... That's an honor. So basically, Faith Amenike is my first recorded guest on Odeshi, the Bulletproof Entrepreneur. So I just want to take, take this time to like really, really thank you for accepting to do the show. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And I know that, I mean, it's not going to be long, but I'll definitely love to have you again. You know how... Uh, Let's see. I don't know. No I don't know what the, I don't know what the timing is going. I don't I don't know what the timing is going to be like, but definitely for sure you're going to come back, as, especially being the first guest. So definitely you're going to come back, yeah. and we're going to share more stories. Maybe maybe the next time we'll do it, you'll be opening your factory somewhere, and I'll just come and you know, and, and hold and hold the mic, I hold the microphone and get my own perfume giveaway and, and go home or something. Who knows? So, so with that said, I'd like to thank Faith once again. And just to everyone listening out there, you know, just like she said, love God, love your mama, believe in yourself. And if it's what you really, really want to do, go out there and make it happen. Don't let another minute go by without taking action to change your life. Visit Ordeshi.com right now for more incredible resources, and we'll see you next time on Ordeshi, the Bulletproof Entrepreneur.